Hello and welcome to Modern Day Human, helping you align with your highest frequency and activate more of your spiritual self in daily life. My name is Brian and this episode is about creating a daily spiritual practice, which is really important as we continue to expand our consciousness. Because as we do so, we're going to continue being exposed to new energies and information. Even now, there's so much more information coming to us every day. Some of it's true and helpful for us, and some of it is not. And it's not always easy to differentiate which is which, you know. And that can make it challenging to know what to believe and also what to do, which way to go. It's still really easy to fall into the pre-existing and established ways of living when really what might be best for us is a new way. And what can help us navigate all this and really start thinking for ourselves is a consistent spiritual practice. Because what it does is strengthen the connection we have to our internal guidance. That's actually how I would define it. A spiritual practice is the practice of strengthening your connection to spirit, which is the source of our internal guidance. Now, some of us are already doing a pretty good job of this. Some of us are doing this kind of sporadically, and and some of us are not really doing this at all yet, which is okay. Whatever the category you fall into, I just thought it would be helpful to go through some of the steps that I believe can contribute the most towards establishing a spiritual practice and doing it consistently. And the steps are prioritizing it, number one. Number two, personalize it. Number three, practice non-judgment. And number four, ask for assistance. So let's just talk about that first one, prioritizing. You know, someone might not commit to a spiritual practice because they don't feel like there's enough time, which is actually not true. We all have the time that we need to do this. It's not a matter of time. It's a matter of priorities. So the truth is, they're just maybe not prioritizing it. And I totally get it. Life can be super crazy, move really fast, and be very chaotic. But that just makes it even more important to have a spiritual practice. So one of the ways that can help you incorporate it into your life, if this is the case for you, is by attaching it to a habit that's already established. And we all have a lot of those to choose from. For example, there's a routine and habit of waking up, of showering, of brushing our teeth, of making our breakfast, of getting the kids ready for school, of taking them to school, or going to work, or walking the dog, or going grocery shopping, or whatever it is, there's a lot of those routines that we have each day that are basically habits. So try allotting some time right before or after one of these habits to practice tuning into your spiritual connection. And it's helpful to place it before something that feels like a reward for you. For example, if you're a coffee person or a smoothie person, try scheduling your spiritual practice right before making your coffee or your smoothie. That way you have this natural reward built into your routine. Now, of course, connecting your spirit is a reward in and of itself, but it doesn't always feel like that, especially in the beginning. So that's why setting up a reward like this can really help. Now, there's many people that do set aside time to clear their minds and detach from the physical world, but they find it really challenging to do it consistently. And that's when the rest of these steps can become really helpful. Step number two is to personalize it. One of the traps that can get in the way of establishing a spiritual practice is adopting someone else's version of what it should look like for you. It can definitely help to start off by modeling something that has worked for someone else. 
and there's always a period of adjustment with any new routine. So definitely give it a fair shot. But if you find that you're continually resisting the process, absolutely feel free to change it up so that it works for you and where you are right now. So for example, a lot of people say that you should meditate for an hour or a half an hour. And it's like, okay, great. If you've tried all those and it doesn't work and it's still too long, well, try 10 minutes or even five minutes. And if sitting doesn't work for you, try lying down. And if silence drives you crazy, play some soothing music, you know? If being still is difficult for you right now, then try incorporating Tai Chi or Qigong into your practice. Or, you know, do some yoga before you sit down to connect to your spiritual self. You know, that's the main benefit of yoga. It moves and stretches the body to help the mind more easily achieve that state of peace and calm so that it's easier for you. Just remember that it's okay if what works for others doesn't work for you. At least maybe not at this point. That could change, absolutely. But it's more important to accept and support yourself with where you are right now than trying to fit someone else's mold. And I know you already know all this, but I just wanted to give you that reminder because it applies to this situation just as it applies to other areas of life. And that brings us to the third step for establishing a consistent spiritual practice and one of the most important habits that we can establish for ourselves, which is practicing non-judgment. Most of us are super talented at being incredibly hard on ourselves. We're really good at comparing ourselves against all sorts of these imagined ideals and then judging ourselves when we fail to live up to them. And it's this inner critic that we have that can often be the biggest factor in the failure or the success of establishing a consistent spiritual practice. And really, the only way to tame this inner critic is to practice non-judgment, which I actually consider part of a spiritual practice. Because you can't connect with your spirit, which resonates at a frequency of love, when you judge yourself which manifests as judging the thoughts that come up during your practice and also how many thoughts come up during practice. Again, what do you think it's supposed to look like for you right now? And where'd that come from? Can you just accept where you are right now and love yourself for it and then through it instead of judging yourself in your progress? That's the question. That's the challenge. Remember, our evolution is an evolution. Like, it's just that. That word gets thrown around a lot, but I don't think we always fully appreciate and accept the grace in that word, because what it means is that we gradually change over time. Gradually, not all at once. So part of establishing a spiritual practice is loving ourselves, and loving ourselves through a gradual process of change and transformation. Remember that quote that I shared from the last episode? It is not required that steps forward be graceful, only that they be taken. That's why I love it so much. It applies to like every area of my life. I'm always reminding myself of that. And it applies here too. Now, having said that, I do want to say that there are still goals to achieve with a spiritual practice. Like you still want to have or achieve inner peace. You still want to achieve a state of love. And you still want to connect to your inner guidance. So it is fair and it is necessary to evaluate your progress on achieving these goals. It's just from a state of love and acceptance and not a state of judgment. And in this episode, I really want to focus on achieving that state of connecting to your inner guidance and hearing the guidance that's within you 
And to do this, what's required is that you're able to allow the physical world to fade away and focus on your inner world. You want to strive for inner stillness, a state of calm in which you can hear that guidance. That's the precursor to awareness. And then what's meant by the physical world fading away is that you're not distracted by the thoughts and the chatter of the physical world, including the voices of others. It's important that you're not hearing other voices outside of yourself, unless it's just maybe to guide you into a state of calm and ease, like in some kind of guided meditation. And even then, I recommend that if you use that kind of tool, that you choose a meditation that gives you a lot of space for stillness with no words to distract you. Because again, the goal is about giving yourself the space to connect to your inner guidance. And you can't really do that while you're hearing words from other people. So I say all that because, yes, do what works for you, but know that there are also goals and states that you do want to achieve. And so some things are just kind of necessary for that, even if they're kind of challenging for you or you don't like it. It's like, well, sorry, you can't really get around some of this stuff. You know, there's still some work and effort that you'll have to put into it, as is the case with everything. And then the last step, which helps to establishing a consistent spiritual practice, is to simply ask for assistance. Remember, we all have a higher self. We all have spiritual guides, and they're always ready and willing to help us. So ask for assistance and affirm that you're open to receiving it. You could say something like, I ask for loving guidance to help me align with my highest self, and I am now open to receiving assistance. And then know that it is given and just do your best to become aware of it. Again, without being all judgy about it. So those are the four steps that I think are most useful when you are working towards establishing a consistent spiritual practice in your life. Pretty doable, right? But yeah, take some effort, take some focus, and it's not always going to be super easy, especially at the beginning. But remember that it's a practice, and repetition is the key when you're establishing anything new in your life. I'm going to close with a quote I received a while back, which is helpful to keep in mind when you're establishing anything new in your life. And the quote is this, notice your doubts, feel your resistance, observe your discomfort, and just keep going. So I hope you found something helpful here. If you would like further support to help you activate more of your clarity, power, and potential, you can always visit themodernelf.com or explore the links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to being with you in the next episode.